Hello, and welcome to Fantastic Comic Fan. I am your host, R.T. Fleming, and it is my mission to help you find your next digital comic book pick from the golden age to now. I have been reading comic books for over 40 years, and have never lost my passion for comic books. Something I try to pass on to old and new readers. For this week, I'm doing something I've wanted to do for a while. A string of shows spotlighting black creators. Leading out this week was Daryl Banks, iconic comic book artist and co-creator Kyle Radner, among other things. Then I had Tony Cottrell of Avid Comics, who's celebrating the 14th anniversary as a publisher. From there, I reached out to the community of comic book people, and I got some black indie creators that I think are putting out some fantastic comics. I wanted to spotlight them throughout the week. It's kind of like a creator's role, spotlighting these creators and hope you check out what they've got. There'll be links in all the show notes. They're putting out fantastic stuff and they need your support. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for checking it out. Hope you continue to sample the show. Please look at the show notes and follow the podcast on your social media and subscribe to the podcast. It's so important when I'm trying to support indie creators and Kickstarters. I want the podcast to continue to grow for them and introduce fans to a different way of discovering and reading fantastic comic books. Now on to today's show. Welcome back to the podcast. I have a first-time guest, and I hope I don't butcher his name. Because before this, I butchered his name like seven times. It's Kasim Josie. Did I say that correctly? Kasim Josie, but it's it, uh, was like close enough, man. It's all, all right. good. We good. We good. We good. <laughs> As a first-time guest, I always ask somebody, what's their comic book origin story? So how did you get your start in being a lifelong fan of comic books? Well, um, I would say it all started when I was like seven back in 2002 when the first um, when the first Spider-Man movie came out. Um, my my like grandpa had took me to watch it. And um, prior... And prior to that, I like knew nothing about thing about superheroes or comic books or nothing like that. But after seeing Spider Man, I like was like hooked, hooked onto superheroes. So it's like after watching that movie, I like visited the comic book shop and I got hella like comic books about Spider Man. And then I got into other series, you know, more Marvel, more like DC and DC, and really just. And really just started to love the overall, the medium of comics. So I really think it was that first um, Spider-Man movie that really showed me like, yo, like comic books can like really be a thing. But I didn't start writing comics till like years after that, like maybe till I was like 20 and then I'm 20 and 20. Then I started to actually want to write comics. So what made you decide to be a creator of comic books and what would you describe your writing style? Uh, I think that, that what really got me in comic books, well, um, because I always wanted to be a screenwriter. I, you know, wanted to make movies, but uh, we all know that that's a very tough game to kind of like try to um, join into. Um, and comic book writing, it seemed like an easier way to way like you know to do it you know what i'm saying like these scripts are similar but shorter and it's like easier to sorry um and it's easier to get the product out faster 
So I, I think that once I kind of started to realize that maybe my dreams of writing movies are a bit too like far fetched, I started to get more towards writing comics. And my style was kind of like, if you read through my comic, it's kind of more like a graphic novel than, you know, a regular comic. Mostly because I was trained in, you know, writing stuff like sitcoms or like sitcoms or like movie formats, like breaking down stories in that way. So like, there's lots of dialogue that I'm actually trying to cut back on dialogue a little bit. Um, but, you know, yeah, like that's kind of my story writing style is like trying to give you dialogue and trying to make it feel as to make it feel as realistic as possible like you're reading it and even though it's a comic book these feel like real people having real like conversations it, like 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 it's like it doesn't feel like it's a fake cartoony thing like thing like these feel like actual people talking you know I mean? you're involved with webtoons and that's where your your comic book is right now explain a little bit about uh, the platform, how you got involved, and what do you got going on there? Because I am not okay. familiar with Webtoons, and a lot of people are not, so take it away. Okay, yeah. Well, um, Webtoons, you know, I found out about it a couple years back. I saw, like, lots of indie comics were, like, blowing up off of Webtoons. A couple indie comics, they actually um, got greenlit to, you know, become actual TV shows off of, like, Webtoons. So, you know, um, to me, it seemed like the perfect platform to, to kind of put up my um, 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 series there. So, you know, I met my artist a couple years ago, like maybe like three years ago. We actually met up and, and started, you know, working on the series, but on the series. But I mean, we didn't start to actually post up the chapters till like May of this year. So, you know, um, it's still... What, what is it about? What, what is the whole web thing that you got? What's the name of it and the characters and a little bit about that? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay, that's yes, yes. So my series is called Seeds of Aie. Um, Seeds of Aie, it tells the story of a young 16-year-old Black boy after he learns that he comes from a long line of spiritual warriors who are tasked with keeping the physical world safe from any threats that come from like the spirit world, you know, like such as demons or demons or fallen angels or angels or lost souls or or lost souls or you know just like anything that's in that like realm. Um, his mission starts after he gets a visit from the spirit of one of his um, graded like oh, sorry so 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 his story starts after he gets a visit from the spirit of his great 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 like great like great like grandfather and his um spirit starts to guide him and train him and showing him how you know to use his hidden powers and training him for the battle that's about to happen with our world versus the spirit world you are a black creator, not that it makes any difference, who's doing a yeah. black uh, characters on your webtoon. Was that a conscious choice on yes, your part? To yes, try it to was. I felt, I felt like, sorry, go on. No, go. I, I want to know your reasoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because, you know, growing up being a, because, you know, growing up being a comic book fan and a superhero fan and an anime fan, you know, 
there really wasn't much characters that looked like me. You know what I'm saying? We had Static Shock. That Shock sucked. That was like pretty cool. Um, and you know, we got Black Panther now, but there wasn't like during my childhood, there wasn't really much like there wasn't representations for me. So I felt like if I was going to make a series, then I had to make it. I had to make it a series that felt like like me. And it's like there was nothing that I know better than black people. So I figured that it would be cool to make a world that's like mostly black people. It's like, you know, mostly a black um um um, um neighborhood. Uh, all of these spirits and that the ancestors, they are black, it's rooted in like it's rooted in um um like um Africa and um Afro sorry in african um cultures and um folklore so like yeah like it's a really black rooted story and i felt like the black youth of present day needs a story that's like this just to show them that we can like be heroes too so that was really the main reason there is a ton of indie projects from creators like you to webtoons <laughs> to gofundme like kickstarters how do you market yourself how is important is the marketing on your end? Like, how do you stand out as a creator to get noticed in all this stuff? Man, it's it is difficult. It truly is. Uh, I feel like I feel like you almost have to post about it like daily, kind of like really, really get people to notice. And it's like like post it daily on everywhere on like Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on like TikTok. Like you know, it's just like constantly trying to think of new posts and of you know new posts and you know new ways to like get people to listen to you and it's not always easy like see like this social media game is hard like sometimes i'll post something and that it'll get like 10 likes maybe but then my most like recent video that i posted it got like like 10,000 views on views and like views and like 700 likes. It's like, yeah, like a, it's a, a like really weird game to kind of play. You know what I'm saying? Like you just got to keep trying. So, so like that's mostly what I try to do is just try to always post up something about it. Just keep trying different things and just hoping that people will um, gravitate towards my page. Do you have a, any specific, uh, writers or artists that influence you as you're trying to do stuff uh necessarily writers, really but i will say there are lots of series that kind of push me to me to create this series like uh, avatar um like growing up watching that it definitely helped me because i mean my series um is very it's like it's very spiritually based you know, like even him dealing with the spirits of his um, ancestors and learning like, you know, his family um, lineage and powers, all that kind of dealing with spirits is similar to, um, you know, watching it. It was similar to like Black Panther and and the, um, and like other shows like that. So um, Avatar was definitely one um Naruto was another their series that helped me bleach. You know, like mostly like watching these series, it kind of showed me like how to properly pace out a story and kind of how to create um characters that feel real. 
So I would say like say like yeah, like series like that really helped me to make my series better. Do you have anything else coming out that you're working on besides this one? Out of curiosity? Um I have another series that I think I want to push out, but I want to, but I'm going to wait until I get more chapters of Seeds of Eye out because right now we're about to drop chapter five. And then once chapter five drops, then we'll drop the physical copies of, of volume one, which will have chapters one through five in them. And from there, maybe after we drop volume two, I want to drop my next series, which is a, it's more of a childlike series. It's um, called um, Complex. And it's supposed to be like, it's based off of my childhood growing up in apartments and kind of like all of the funny like type of characters that you meet like living in, like um, living in that type of housing projects where like everybody's very close knit. And I mean, there really isn't much like privacy. So, you know, it's like comical, but also more child, uh, but it's more kid um, friendly than Seeds of Aya is. So that's coming, but that's going to come after volume two of Seeds of Aya drops. So probably like next year, then you'll see that series. Before we wrap things up, you get the last word. Any closing comments today? I want to thank you for bringing uh, me on. And I also want to tell people that the physical copies of Season Aye, it'll be dropping most likely in November. So like two more months, well, two, like three more months. And Chapter 5 drops um next month on like Webtoons, Manga Plus Creators, and on Voice. So like please like read it and please show us like, and please show us love because we definitely need it. Pass him. Pass him, Josie. <laughs> I think I said your name right. Seeds of IA. Thank you for joining me. I'm going to be back on the podcast. Thanks again for making the time. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> well, that's it for today's podcast. Again, I would love to hear from you at fantasticcomicfan at gmail.com. Remember, new episodes every Wednesday. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and I hope to see you next time.